welcome to the I'm a Health Visitor podcast. We want to help health visitors stay up to date, so we're here to give evidence-based information and insight into relevant practice issues. We're currently supported by the CPHVA Education Development Trust, McQueen Bursary. Hello, happy Christmas. Hello, Merry Christmas everyone. Oh, how happy are you New Year. I, You know what, even just coming into your ears guys, I can tell that your hair's looking amazing and I'm loving the sparkles on your jumpers. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing singing jumpers, I'm imagining some novelty ties, I'm imagining... Oh, and antlers. Antlers, Antlers. definitely featuring... I yeah. mean, to be honest, I feel like we haven't really made the effort, Gem. We've not even got any antlers on or anything. We could have at least had to a mince fair, pie. To, to be fair, we're we're not even into the um, we're not even into <laughs> December yet, really, as we're recording this, are we? I mean, to uh, lifting the lid on the myths behind uh, recording podcasts. I mean. I should think it's lucky, really, that we're actually this close to December. I think some Christmas <laughs> specials true. are recorded back in the summer. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, if, if Strictly is anything to go by, though, you know, you record it on the day. It's all extremely accurate, you know, like there's no faking at all. So yeah, really, no, you know... No. Jules, it's like coming into New Year. Jules Holland is obviously really yeah. always there on New Year's absolutely. Day. Absolutely. He doesn't of do anything else. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> so we thought that all the health visitors out there who have done a cracking job this year and last year and basically every year, um, yeah. being amazing, deserved uh-huh. some humour, didn't we? Yes. And I'm wondering why we haven't done this before. I know. Because how many times oh have we... We love you, our audience. Literally, you're great. Y- you're very quiet. You are a bit quiet. We've... We've asked for uh, for kind of stories, for yeah, anything of interest for the podcast yeah, yeah. so many times before. Would you get and some? Yeah, yeah, we get one or two. Yeah. But oh my word, ask for your funny story <laughs> and to say that we were engulfed is, I mean, blimey, the, I mean, notifications on my phone I last week. Oh we're God. going mad. Yeah. Thank you. And even as Amy and I were sifting through them, and I mean, we now have a spreadsheet yeah. of That's stories. how serious this got, guys. <laughs> I actually, in all seriousness, have a spreadsheet which says funny anecdotes. like the... With a little bit of colour coding. Yeah, We've even Jen's done a bit of colour coding them. and categorising. She categorised... Uh, it was, it was, it's really got quite organised, I'll be honest. In yeah, a way that um, I was not and, anticipating. I mean, even yesterday when we were going through the spreadsheet, there were ones that somehow <laughs> I had missed, which Amy had mentioned. I'd be like, I'm sorry, but what? <laughs> How did I miss that one? Oh, they're so great. They're just so great. Um, so we had so, so many. Hopefully, yeah. And I mean, hopefully in advance of this, I have put out on our socials mm-hmm. the I am a health visitor bingo card. Yeah. So I hope you're listening with your bingo card <laughs> so that you can tick off things that have happened and you know, do a screenshot and then anoint, anoint it. Is that what you call it when you write over it? Happy and, to go um, with that. And yeah, 
and then pop it pop it onto your Instagram, onto your Facebook and tag us yes, so that we please. can see, you know, how many of you get a full house. Yeah, yeah. And um, how many of you <laughs> have still got some way to go. You know the areas you're lacking in for your full development. Yeah. You should be covering the whole bingo. Yeah, charge. yeah. You just need to target, <laughs> you know, more nakedness or, you know, like whatever it is. <laughs> You know what your goal is for 2022. When your manager sits you down in your next development review and says to you, what are your goals for the coming year? You can be like, well, yeah. I'm I need missing to see out. more naked fathers. Yeah, I'm missing <laughs> naked dads. So. Oh, no. Um, oh, dear. So we've got some real themes emerging. I've also had some volunteers, friends of mine, who basically were very eager to get involved with recording some of your anecdotes. Um, they've asked oh. me to make it clear that they're not their stories. Um, <laughs> I don't know why they were no. keen to specify that, because, you no, know... No, strange. I don't know what that's um, about. And obviously, all of these have been anonymised. Yeah. Um, we don't know where in the country they're from. <laughs> one in particular, um, we really don't know where in the country yeah, it's from. One in particular, we but need we'll your help to, to find out where it's from, but we will come to that shortly. Um <laughs> And um and yeah, it's uh, but yeah, thank you all so so much. Yeah, it's, you've nailed um, it. You've nailed it. So um shall we start? <laughs> yeah, let's kick off with nakedness because you know, why not? What Christmas yeah, party and, is um, not improved by a bit of extra nakedness? I have to say it is it, it, it I I was amazed at the uh, the great variety. Yeah, oh variety. Um, and I mean, yeah, it's, it's that thing where I think we kind of expect to see, well, we kind of, yeah, definitely expect to see mum's sort of nakedness. Yeah, a bit of boob. On visits, obviously, with a bit of boob yeah. or just kind of being in pyjamas and just still being yeah. um, in that sort of fourth trimester. Yeah. But, oh my word, the dads. So um, much naked, so many naked dads. Yeah. If um, you read these anecdotes, honestly, Jen, it's a miracle they ever have any clothes on. I know. I know. <laughs> you should just so count where your shall lucky we, stars. Where shall we start? Have you got a Have you got a, a favourite? Because I know I've got a favourite that we're going to come to in a moment. Do you want to go with that one first? Your favorite. Are you sure? Yeah. So this is the one where um, this is quite funny because it was it was the story was sent in by the colleague of the person it happened to. And um, they asked to use the bathroom to wash their hands, and the mum politely directed them to the top to the bathroom at the top of the stairs. As she was soaping her hands, she casually looks to the right to see a male, presumably the dad, in the bath at the side of her. Her initial <laughs> thought was, "Oh, that's a floating penis." <laughs> Needless to say, she dried her hands on the top and ran downstairs. <laughs> I mean, an opener for the episode. You don't get much better than all oh, that floating <laughs> penis, do you? I just no. quote of the day. But it's just that thing of I can completely imagine just like at the corner of my eye going, oh, <laughs> <laughs> amazing. <laughs> oh gosh, and we've got a couple of um, ones that have been recorded um, that I'll I'll play for you all now because they're really hilarious. Once did a visit to a young couple and their baby. Mum wasn't in. Dad answered the door wearing nothing but a small waitress-type pinny with a spatula in his hand. He said he was baking and I was welcome to come in. Told him, nah, you all right? I think I'll call Mum. I once was doing a new birth visit when a dad came bounding down the open plan stairs, 
fully naked. The mum shouted, the health visitor's here. Needless to say, I saw everything. The mum couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> They're just oh so good. God. They're just brilliant. I, it's just something of what on earth was going through his head. Oh, I First mean... off, to be baking with nothing but a little apron on. Oh I suppose God. if you're on your so own in the funny. house, then... Um, anything goes well absolutely but to invite no her here. in no judgment here you know like jamie oliver style wasn't that his thing wasn't he the naked chef maybe it was jamie it. oliver and she just didn't realize she was what? so distracted by the pinny that she didn't I notice i don't think jamie oliver was ever actually naked was it not that the nakedness came oh, down to know. the simplicity of oh the food? oh well that's a bit boring oh well this, this health visitor's had a much more interesting version well, it depends case. on quite. I mean, obviously, in our heads, we're imagining the sort of guy who we would like to see in a pink frilly <laughs> apron. The reality may not have quite lived up no, to that. No, that's true. Yeah, he oh, probably yeah. wasn't like a Jude Law kind of look-alike. No, fair. If they but all also, were, like, I'd be, I'd be curious to know how that call to the mum went afterwards. Like, <laughs> so, sorry, I missed you the other day. Did Did your husband mention I popped round? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it might have been memorable for him, perhaps. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so many people, like full... There was one where she got a full eyeline view up the short shorts. That reminded me of that episode mm-hmm. in Friends. Yes. Do you remember the episode in Friends? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And I also did get flashbacks to, uh, as a, a sort of going up to, uh, outside of health visiting, staying with a big group of friends at the Edinburgh Festival once. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I don't think I'd ever really been away with or staying in a flat with so many guys before and yeah um badly fitting dressing gowns and baggy shorts seemed to be a bit of a thing where they just did not even realize that they were um so exposed so much of the time literally (laughs) and speaking of i think um, that leads us neatly onto wardrobe malfunctions so a huge number of wardrobe and clothing related anecdotes that you you gave to us whether that's us or the parents it doesn't appear to matter we we all seem to struggle with clothes uh, for various reasons so i've got a couple um couple of gems to share with you to start with lovely visit to twin babies and their toddler brother was wanting attention. While I was writing in the red book, I felt him put something on my knee. I glanced at it and it looked like some red cloth. Mother then screams, he's been in my underwear drawer again. To her horror, he had placed a pair of small red thong pants on my knee. We were both a little embarrassed. I placed them on the side and carried on my visit to preserve mum's dignity and no more was mentioned. <laughs> oh, so funny! Oh, at least they were from the drawer, so they yeah, were clean. clean. That's I mean, a good point. It could have been a lot worse. Could have been a lot, lot worse. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's that kind of yeah, kids. <laughs> oh, they'll just do everything, won't they? Um, oh, exactly. I went away a cardiac baby but got a message from mum just before that she had to go out quickly but her mother and mother-in-law were there expecting me although they spoke no English. Visit went fine with lots of signing and thumbs up due to expected weight gain. However as I was leaving, scales in one hand and bag in the other, I stepped off the front step and my trousers just fell to the floor. 
<laughs> I didn't know what to do, laugh or cry. I was thankfully wearing a longish tunic which came to just above my knees, so I shuffled <laughs> to the car with my trousers around my ankles. I don't know to this day if they think it's some kind of strange British ritual, but I asked the nursery nurse to do future weights and report back. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there with hands full. I must admit, mine's not been trousers, but I know that I've definitely had visits where I've had my tights in that dangerous oh, yeah. mid-thigh zone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, at what point do I find somewhere that I can go to yank them up? Do a bit of a shuffle. <laughs> so, yeah, we've had stories about dads in pink fluffy dressing gowns, which, to be honest, I didn't think was that strange. I mean, I think just be glad that he's decent. Yeah, really? I mean, to be fair, I think having, uh, from our earlier stories, just something where they're on yeah. is fine. Covered. Also, I love the one with the, the health visitor who realised that she had odd shoes on. And I think yeah. she was a bit worried oh, because the mum she was visiting was very kind of... Intimidating. <laughs> sort of and things. Yeah. And ended up actually persuading her that she, this was a sign she should take a day off, <laughs> which I thought was really sweet. <laughs> Poor health visitor. And there was another story, bless her, a health visitor who lost... Um, got her wig caught on a hook on the way out the door and had to snatch it back out of the dad's hand. Oh, my word. And uh, let's give a special credit to the health visitor who uh, managed to make quite the entrance by tripping over the front step on the way in (laughs) on her first visit. <laughs> Legs oh, akimbo. No. I know. Oh gosh. Skirt I mean, up up, you know, saying that never wore a yeah. skirt again. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. Yeah. Oh nice to meet you. I'm the health visitor. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm the really responsible person that has yeah. been sent to help give you serious yeah. advice and things. I promise I can normally walk into rooms without any bother. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh dear. I was once on a visit, took my shoes off at the door as requested. I sat in a room that had a lovely big window overlooking the back garden of the house. The garden was huge. I could see a great big golden Labrador retriever running around the garden playing, having an absolute ball. For some reason, I was distracted by the dog until I realised it was one of my shoes it was happily running around in the mud with. The dad of the family apologetically went to retrieve the shoe while mum anxiously explained that it may take some time because they hadn't yet perfected the fetch process. True to her word, the dog did not want to give that shoe up. I actually thought I was being secretly filmed. It was so surreal watching what was happening in the garden. Eventually, the shoe was returned, although it was no longer in a suitable condition to wear. The family were very apologetic. (laughs) I mean, it's one of those things where I wonder if... We should, as health visitors, have some sort of insurance so that we can claim against loss of shoes. <laughs> I'd love to see the insurance policy that includes that. I mean, maybe, maybe parents should have public liability insurance before Literally. we visit. <laughs> Literally, I think they should. I just had my very first set of hair extensions put in and a client's Yorkshire Terrier jumped up at me on the sofa. Minutes later, as I was sat calmly chatting to the mum, I spotted the dog walking around the house with a huge clump of my hair in its mouth, playing with it like a new toy, throwing it around the room. I actually took it off him, put it back in my bag, and had it re-glued in by my hairdresser a week later. 
I'm just amazed that they came out without yanking her head back and hurting her when they first came out. Yeah, how did it manage it? And then also, I'm really impressed that the the kind of reuse, recycle approach that you've taken to the re-gluing it back in. Um, Definitely. That's brilliant. Saying that, I mean, I think, I mean, it's not something which I've ever seriously looked into, but as far, I think it's, it, you, you pay quite a bit for good quality hair, so yeah, you're going to sure. look at reusing it. It's definitely not something that's disposable. You're going to go to some <laughs> lengths to get that back off the uh, the cheeky Yorkie, for oh, sure. Dear. Um, but no, there were we had so many stories in um, about, with dogs and, and pets generally, I mean, the amount of uh, dogs who've run off with shoes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I've been quite lucky. I did have an experience once. I was visiting a family in a townhouse. Mm. And we had I took my shoes off by the door and we had to go right up to sort of the third floor. Yeah, I know. To where the baby's like, nursery was to... Because yeah. um, it was the warmest spot for them to yeah, strip baby off to weigh yeah, baby. Yeah. And uh, I sort of having weighed baby and things, I turned around to leave to find one of my shoes at my feet. <laughs> and they had this little tiny pug dog who had carried my shoe all the way up the stairs <laughs> to present it to me. That's quite I mean, sweet. After these stories, I'm really glad it was completely wearable. It wasn't weeding. It wasn't dribbled on. No, literally. <laughs> I actually lost count of the number of people who've had their shoes weed on by dogs while in a visit, which this actually happened to me as well. And um, I thought it was like this really unusual story that was like this hilarious <laughs> anecdote. You know, turns out it's happening to everybody. Left, right and centre, we're all getting our shoes weed on. I mean, it feels like it should be like a a risk of the job that you're told about up front. No one tells you about these things. Um, I did did have the shoes on my feet at the time, which I think makes a difference. Oh, oh no. It was lovely, yeah. Nice and warm. Little warm bath of dog wee. Really nice. Um, Also, I think we need to do a special shout out to Cuthbert, the Basset Hound, who is one Uh of the most recent dogs who (laughs) has had a knitted boob wrestled from his jaws. Um, And the guys who had to rescue the dog who'd got a tampon out of their bag (laughs) and started running around the house with it. Such a glamorous (laughs) role we have, seriously. Oh, my word. It's just beautiful, beautiful. I really Uh, like the story about um, the family who were kind of putting... They were so excited, the umbilical cord had fallen off their newborn and it was this precious thing they were going to save it for posterity and they put it on the side <laughs> to keep it safe while they got the child dressed and then the chihuahua ate it yes <laughs> <laughs> oh, i mean no. i'm guessing at least with a the chihuahua they had to put some effort into eating it yeah i mean chewing I'm just away. Thinking, if it was oh, jim God. the greyhound it'd just be swallowed in one gulp <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, such an anti-climax after you're saving oh. it so specially. And, and then, um, sorry, what you, which one are you remembering? Well, I was going to say about the, um, you know, it's, sort of, it's not just us that are at risk of pets. Um, it's also pets that are at risk of us. That's true. So the, the grey fluffy cushion that they were going <laughs> to uh, rest their laptop on, which turned out to be the family cat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. And then have we got a few more recorded? Or we, we got have. We've more? got some absolutely brilliant um, pet ones to come. I visited a client who asked me if I minded dogs. 
I said no and admired their super cute puppy. As I sat down to start the movement in visit, an enormous snake slithered over my feet. I have never moved so fast in my life. I told the family I minded snakes very much and could they please shut it away. I mean, well done on the health is for not just screaming yeah, and, and running bolting. out. I mean, I quite like snakes. I don't have a problem with snakes, but like, I don't feel you're primed for it if they've warned you about the, the dog. dog. Yeah. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> the I mean, saying that, I mean, this one just, I, I was just like, where on earth do you go with the relationship after with this one with them? This next one. A dad put a hamster in my bag for a joke, but he forgot. Then I left with it and found it in my boot at the next visit. No hamsters were harmed. <laughs> but it's like, how did she work out that was where the hamster had come from? I mean, and let alone, who was the joke on? What was the Literally. dad thinking? I need I mean, so many more details about this story. It does, how it does, does that even me... happen? It's so like, can funny. you imagine saying to someone, so when, you know, so, um, health visitor, when were your suspicions <laughs> about this family first alarm? <laughs> well, when the father put a hamster in my bag as a joke and let me leave the house with it, I started to wonder quite whether they were, uh, thinking everything through properly. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. And then this one's great as well. Oh, health visitor arrives at the house, knocks and is let in. She sets up the scales on the floor and the mom puts the baby in. The dogs start licking the baby. Health visitor says, oh, don't let your dog lick the baby. To which the mom replies, it's not my dog, I thought it was yours. <laughs> oh, just genius. <laughs> I, it's just it so has funny, been you couldn't make it, this up. It has been tempting to bring Jim to work with me before, but yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> I love that, like, the kind of setup where there's such sort of, I don't know, like such a barrier there in terms of the social norms that that mum is not challenging when the health visitor walks in with a dog. And, yeah, and like, it's... how did that even happen? Was the door open and the dog was just wandering past? Like, yeah. literally... It's, it's just so funny. These things, you, it's just madness, total madness. There must be a moment where she thought, is it my dog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I, it is now. <laughs> it's moved in, it never left. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so I think one of the most next, the, the, one of the, uh, the next sort of highest categories of stories that we got. Next <laughs> yeah. high, is that the right phrasing? Sort of next most popular, yeah, one, popular. one of the other most popular categories um, would be I love the stories idea that it's... furniture and toilets. Yeah. I love the idea that just... it's popular. Well, <laughs> frequent. Um... Yeah. If you haven't yet had a toilet-related disaster in a family home, then go out and get one this Christmas. <laughs> 
Um, but no, if you think pets and clothing are hazardous, then uh, blind me, when bathrooms are involved. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe there really is something in that thing that, you know, people think if we're going into the loo, we're actually wanting to check out the house and be nosy. Yeah, yeah. And we should just say, yeah, keep our legs crossed yeah. and go elsewhere. Absolutely. <laughs> That's and in fact, this first this first one did want to try and avoid using the toilet at the house. I didn't know. She? I love how hard she tried. <laughs> Bless her. Okay, so this is the story. I was out on visits on Christmas Eve and desperate for a wee, so tried to pop to Morrison's to use the loo. But being Christmas, the car park was full. Knowing the family I was going to next quite well, I was sure they wouldn't mind me asking to use their toilet. Turns out they were decorating the bathroom and had taken the door off, but she said it was fine to go ahead and use the loo. So I go upstairs and I'm sat in the toilet and the dad walks out of the bedroom directly in front of me and I'm sat there with my knickers down. I don't know who was more embarrassed. <laughs> oh, bless her heart. I just imagine that whole thing. You're trying to be so quick and so kind of like... Because my worry always is the few times I've had wheeze in other people in families' houses, yeah, is that thing of have I locked the door properly? Yes, um, you know, yeah, or what if the door doesn't, you know, sometimes you go to go to the loo and the door doesn't shut properly, yeah, they put up with it all the time, they're fine with it because, yeah, they all live together, but, yeah, um, or like it's a downstairs loo, there's no lock on the door, or something like that happens yeah. a lot, you know, it doesn't matter when it's your own home, does it? But, or even literally. worse, if you lock it and then you struggle to unlock it, yeah, <laughs> even worse. Well, one person had the um, the toilet door handle come off in her hand, bless her, yes, imagine, and you're stuck in there. <laughs> um, oh dear. So, yeah, no, we had stories of um, people being walked on um, or fathers peeing with the door open or fathers generally just walking in on them accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> um, fathers who didn't shut the door and then you could just hear them having a wee. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, it's quite tricky to carry on talking to a parent while you can hear the other one weeing. No, yeah, that's got to that's gotta be a bit off-putting, hasn't it? And um, there was even one poor health visitor who was told she had to raise an incident report because the dad accidentally caught her with her pants down, you know, having a wee. In the <laughs> Can you imagine oh that going word. to... Bless her, that going to the chief exec. Because our day texts used to go to the chief exec of the trust. Can oh, you imagine having that. to put that in? Oh, no. Okay, so I did, I did have... That's um, awful. I I have experience being locked in a cupboard. Um, this was in this was in my A and E days rather than my um my um my health visiting days. But we had it where our linen in A and E went into a locked cupboard because um ambulance crews kept borrowing blankets and sheets from us, and it was oh, meaning right. we wouldn't have stuff left. Okay. And so you had to unlock the cupboard, and so I I unlocked the cupboard. Left the key in the door because I was only popping into there. Yeah. But, of course, the cupboard had previously been, I don't know, something else. It's got a fire door on it. And so it was... Oh, it, no. Yeah, it went kind of... So I'd... Oh, how did I do it? I'd, I'd unlocked it. Oh, it, was, it wasn't properly unlocked. There was a door that you had to use the key. A bit like a front door would be. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. And so I stepped into the cupboard... The door shut behind me, but I thought, that's fine, because I've unlocked it. Oh, no! And, of course, there wasn't even a handle on the inside. Oh, God! And um, it was at that time when it was still a bit 
you know, you weren't really meant to have your own mobile phone in your pocket. <laughs> but I did. And I had oh, to thank phone God up. you did. I had to phone up my department and tell them that I was locked in the cupboard. Could they come and let me out? <laughs> and it was one of our oh, matrons no. who came to let me out, who I think he did it deliberately because he really wanted to have a laugh. <laughs> and, uh, and he was like, you've got to day-tex this. Oh, and no. the amount of knowing looks and grins I got from oh, senior people God. in the weeks following. Oh, bless you. <laughs> I was so cringy. But they did move where the linen was, so... <laughs> <laughs> no longer in the lock and key. No. So there's a few more anecdotes where all kinds of furniture-related um, problems that I'm just going to play for your enjoyment. I once sat on a granny. I attended an extremely cluttered child protection visit. You know, dark and dingy, curtain pulls kind of job. The mum told me to take a seat. I scanned the room for the best place to sit and instantly was pregnant, so really needed to sit. I saw a comfy armchair that seemed to only have a blanket and lumpy pillows. Turns out the lumpy pillows were the hugely overweight granny. I stood up quickly, tripped over the craziness of the floor, knocked the ashtray off the table and then stood in the corner for the rest of the visit. Went into a house and saw a blanket on the sofa. I went to brush it to the side so I could sit down. As I did, mum came rushing over. Don't sit there as she picked up the baby. Can you imagine filling in an incident form saying health visitors sat on the baby? Six years ago, I did a follow-up visit after an A&E attendance with a mum and her 18-month-old baby. Very busy house, dogs and kids everywhere and a lovely Christmas tree. Did the whole home safety thing, but then, as she answered the door, I was left alone with the toddler. He took the chance and tried to climb the Christmas tree. I ran across the room to save toddler and tree, paperwork cast to the floor and lost him under it when it fell. We were in a heap laughing and no harm done, but the irony of the incident was not lost on the mum. I can still see that tree falling. I was in mum's bedroom completing the new birth visit. Mum was sat in bed with the covers on and I was sat on a chair next to the end of the bed. About 30 minutes in, an elderly lady who had been sleeping under the covers at the foot of the bed next to me, so I did not realise she was there, sits bolt upright like Dracula and frightened the life out of me. <laughs> I mean, it's just that thing of like slowly rising up going, oh. <laughs> You can see it in front of your eyes, can't you? It's just like, oh my word. Especially, it's that thing of, it's all well and good if you've clocked them at the beginning of the visit and you think, oh, okay, there's someone there sleeping. Yeah. But to be half an hour in... (laughs) You've properly relaxed by that point. Definitely. And also, it's that thing where you'd think the mum would say, oh, by the way, my my mum's there, she's just sleeping. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe maybe the mum thought she could see her or something. I don't know. Oh, dear. (laughs) Oh, dear. I mean, we've got some few sort of minor criminals amongst our profession, haven't I'd we? say quite a lot, to be honest. I mean, you need to watch out, people. If the health visitors come into your house, lock away the silver, because... There's things that can go mi- missing. Mm-hmm. They've got <laughs> sticky fingers, those health visitors. Or, or, well, that was sticky 
pockets and sticky <laughs> bag. I did a visit sat on an armchair chatting, got back to clinic and went to the loo and their credit card fell out of my trousers. Must have fallen down the back of my trousers. Wasn't easy to explain to the family when I returned it ASAP. <laughs> Saying that, not as bad as the mobile phone, which no. the mum, I think it was like the mum, there was some confusion. Mum picked, um, health to picked up the wrong mobile phone. Yeah. And then a day or so later had the parent turn up on her doorstep. Yeah. Because they'd done the find my iPhone and had tracked it to her address. Oh my God. Oh. Apparently remote control is really common theft we've had two separate stories of, of helpers yes. just stealing remote controls and one of them she had it for the full weekend she found oh it on a God. monday can you imagine that family they must have been going oh, insane searching i was for gonna remote. say we we it's a frequent thing where we lose the remote control and it yes. drives us all potty <laughs> but yeah oh my word um and yeah and i i think yeah poor student health visitor who confessed weeks later that a cat yeah. on, a, on a visit had actually climbed into her bag and pooed in her lunchbox. Oh, poor thing. Oh, no. That's a bad time, isn't it? And Very then much so. Somebody accidentally took a cat home in their scales bag. <laughs> and somebody else, a kitten, climbed into their bag. And this is separate cases. So that's now three cats that have climbed into people's bags. It's yes. madness how frequent these things are happening. Um, <laughs> that's what I find the funniest part. Is like this is happening every day, seemingly. Um, oh my word! Yeah, oh, accidental theft. We're uh, we're it, awful. Yeah, and then if it's not theft, I mean, it's our sense of direction that's getting tested. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we need to have we need to have you know senses to. Search for health needs and, yeah. uh, you know, everything. But Absolutely. searching for the right house can sometimes be a bit of an issue. <laughs> Very challenging. <laughs> um, I've actually done this as well, that this, this health visitor made this error, but um, one person even got lost inside a house and had to back out of a hoover cupboard, kind of all embarrassed, <laughs> looking for the exit. I think it's tricky, especially in some flats. Yeah, you do end up yeah, doing that thing flat. where you kind of you, the doors all look identical uh, yeah. and they're all where you expect the front door to be. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I say hats off to this one though. Um, I had a student with me once and was chatting away on the way back to my car. Mm. Got to the car, opened the door, sat down, and realised it wasn't actually my car. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's another one as well, isn't there? Yes. Where Read that one as well. Read that one as um, well. So, and it's another one where someone's reporting their colleagues' story. Yeah, yeah. Um, lunchtime, she went to went for fish and chips to eat in the car. She returned to her car, sat down to eat a fish and chips, threw her purse in the glove compartment. Halfway through eating her fish and chips, she then <laughs> realised it wasn't her car. She made a quick exit and went to her car. For some reason, the fob worked on both cars. <laughs> anyway, she returned to us in the office recounting the story. It wasn't till the next day the police called her to say someone had handed her purse into the police station and the lady wasn't sure why it was found in her car. In a glove compartment. 
It was funny at the time. The health visitor said she must have smelt fish and chips when she got back in her car. Can you imagine <laughs> that getting into your car and be able to smell fish and chips? And then finding and then someone finding... else's purse in your <laughs> They don't normally leave purses behind, you know? <laughs> yeah. Thieves, they normally take them. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, so funny. I've also made this mistake um, that this this health visitor did. I wanted to transfer in visit to meet a new a family new to the area. Knocked on the door, was shown in both parents or was shown in. Both parents and baby, approximately nine months old, were there. They had broken English, went away, baby, and realised it was a boy. I was expecting the baby to be a girl. Um, completed the visit, got all the details, came out realised I was in the wrong block of flats with the completely wrong family. (laughs) So then late for proper visit and had to work out who the other new family belonged to. Oops. (laughs) I've literally done that exact thing. Done the full visit and then come out and gone, oh, that that wasn't the right child. Oh, okay. And then we've got... Now I've got two two visits to write up. And then we've got two, which are amazing. We've both been modelled up for um, district nurses. And the second one is just amazing. The first one... Um, yeah, I went to an address once. A gentleman expected me and showed me upstairs. Not uncommon. Next thing, I'm being shown to an older lady naked in the bathroom, waiting for a dressing change. I quickly closed the door to maintain her dignity and profusely apologised at not being the district nurse and being at the wrong house. <laughs> I walked into a house, invited in by who I thought was Grandad. Scales on my back, I sat down, pre-Covid, and I got offered a hot drink. I accepted a coffee and sat there chatting to Grandad, and I said, How is Sally, not her real name, getting on then? His reply, Oh, you know, not too bad, up and down. I went in about, How much is she eating? And he replied, Well, she only has puree because she hasn't got any teeth. Fifteen minutes later, I said, Is she upstairs with her mum? His reply was, Are you kidding? Her mum died years ago. And I said, with Sally being a five-month-old baby. In walks an elderly lady, bandages on legs. She says, oh, you're a new one, ain't ya? Elderly man says, here she is. She's been waiting since Thursday to have those bandages changed. Back in the day when we were in uniform, I'd gone to Close instead of Avenue, and the elderly lady was called Sally as well as the baby I was meant to be seeing. That is just so, such a weird kind of jinx isn't it to have yeah someone called rosie at number five both. both yeah yeah and literally you can imagine that happening as well like it's so relatable especially with the purees and everything you like you wouldn't realize you would totally fall for it oh it's really funny so one time when working late in the office above the gp surgery i wondered why i could hear the alarm out on outside on leaving i realized it wasn't outside it was the surgery alarm and they had left early the whole place was locked up and all dark they didn't check (laughs) upstairs cue the police arriving as i managed to get hold of my manager but not the practice manager had to leave by the emergency exit it was then discussed at the team meeting of course everyone knew it was me i went scarlet <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh dear! Sense of uh, that's not really sense of direction so much as just like not realizing where you are. 
It's that thing where every so often something like this has to happen to then change the policy. Yeah, and so in years to come when rescuing. they're like, but why do we have to sign in and out? It's like, yeah. well, yeah. well, funny this story. one time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, then there's tons of people who've been mistaken for other people, which is amazing. Yes. So a couple of people being mistaken for district nurses. Um, yeah. And then um, I've got actually, there's a couple, do you want to do a couple of mistaken identity uh, stories, Jen? Oh, yeah, come on then. I went on a visit and thought nothing of it when mum took me upstairs. When she started to show me the bed and the damage, I thought this isn't quite right. (laughs) She didn't mention anything about the baby. Turned out mum thought I was someone from the insurance company come to expect damage. Once she realised I was here to do a visit, we both laughed. (laughs) (laughs) So I had it once where I turned up to an address to do an antenatal contact. Mm -hmm. And instead of finding someone who, I mean, it's like the mum was meant to be 28, 30 weeks pregnant. Right. And answered when the door was opened, it was a really, really slim lady. Right. And I, my immediate thought was, oh, crumbs, I've got to tread really carefully. There may have been a baby loss that we weren't aware of. Oh, gosh, really? I just need to kind of be, I can't just immediately rule out this doesn't this feel the right, right person. Yeah. And so we kind of sat there and have this really awkward, stilted conversation. <laughs> I realised with a little bit of relief that this isn't the mum that I was expecting to find here at all. The family I was expecting have obviously moved on at some point. <laughs> and still beggared the question as to why she'd let me in. And then it all became clear when she started talking about BT Wi-Fi and she thought I was a BT engineer come to sort out her Wi-Fi and that was why she'd let me in. Oh, gosh. <laughs> At which point I felt even more confused than she had been. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. So we've got a couple of um a couple of mistaken identity stories for you to play. So here we go, I'll play them for you now. I was warmly welcomed by the dad answering the door commented on the beautiful cottage and then promptly given a full tour. Bit odd, odd, I thought, but very pleasant and informative about all the wonderful features and functionality of the house. So how's it going with the new baby? I asked. Confused, the man looks at me and says, oh, I'm sorry, I'm the estate agent. I got mistaken for a drugs dealer. Driving along a back street very slowly in Bradford, looking for an address, when suddenly I was blocked in by two unmarked police cars. And before I knew it, both front doors of my car were swung open. They took one look at little me and quickly realised they had made a mistake. The real dealer drove off. With regard to the estate agent one, after all the things we've read about him so far today, I'm almost relieved he had his clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, phew, a man answered the door and he was fully dressed. Excellent. That's a good start. <laughs> it's a really good start. Oh, oh dear. The drugs one is really funny because it actually reminds me of um, a story that... Um, this isn't me, this is my, my colleague, actually... 
It's um, always a colleague. It, you know, it honestly was a colleague. Colleagues. <laughs> it honestly <laughs> was a colleague. So she was headed off on a really well-deserved holiday, and she's there in the airport stroking these enthusiastic, friendly dogs. When suddenly she's surrounded by airport police, <gasps> and of course. Jen, the moral of the story is don't wear your work coat outside the office because you just never know what substances have been transferred onto it. Oh, my word. (laughs) And she had to have a really awkward conversation with the airport police to say, like, to try and explain why she had remnants, like, drugs on her coat. The sniffer dogs (gasps) at, at the airport had sniffed her out. Oh my word. I love at first though that she was just like, oh, oh lovely dogs kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Completely clueless. <laughs> Bless her. But I oh, mean it does no. make you think like how many times have you just had your coat on, just sat down on a sofa? But you don't yeah. know. You don't know what you're sitting on, do you? Oh, there were so many, so good ones. And we just couldn't resist just playing them all for you. I'm sorry, yeah. but they're really, really, really good. Yeah, so last last one for you. I was doing a home visit and I'd left my scales in the car. I said to the family, I'll just go and get my scales, I'll be back in a minute. Got my scales and returned to the house as quickly as I could. I let myself back into the house and returned to the front room, sat down on the sofa, put the scales on the coffee table next to a younger lady. I then noticed a bed and thought, I couldn't recall a bed. There was an elderly lady sleeping in it. I turned to the younger lady and then I quickly realised I'd gone into next door's house. The poor lady couldn't speak English. I made a quick exit into the correct house but couldn't stop giggling at my error. Fortunately, all involved saw the funny side. So, yeah, this next category. Um, we do have quite broad roles, don't we, as health visitors? Very broad, and, you know, yes. I pride myself on being quite holistic, um, you know, and we, we try to look at all areas of, of uh, families' lives. Um, yeah. However, there is a part of me that's been doing whether some of these things might be slightly outside of our job description. When I asked if there was anything the mother wished to discuss before I left, she said yes. My partner has a tiny penis and I'm very unsatisfied. He was there, did not know where to look. After our annual Christmas health visiting team lunch in the days when we used to visit the over 75s, a colleague had to do a visit with an elderly lady. The lady lived in a cosy cottage with a lovely real fire. The lady invited my colleague in and, delighted to see her, offered her a cup of tea. They both sat by the cosy fire. After the Christmas meal, my colleague naturally felt very tired and full of Christmas dinner and a hot cuppa. She admitted on her return to the office that they'd both dozed off. Needless to say, the elderly lady really enjoyed her visit. So apparently napping is, is a theme. I love that story about it being Christmas as well. Like you could just oh, probably see that. Like, if only the role was like that now. You just can't and imagine it. Must it must have been actually felt so nice for the lady to just yeah. have that companionship of oh, having lovely. a nap together. And, <laughs> oh, it's that nice thing of nice relaxing kind of, oh, yeah, nice cup of tea and cake afterwards. Oh, um, so but it's quite funny because, I mean, on the other hand, I think for this person, they must have felt quite complimented that as a student health visitor, um, they were trusted. 
And so this person was on a visit with their CPT, who was meant to be observing them in action. Uh, the visit was going well, but mum, um, the mum I was talking to kept glancing to the side with a funny look on her face. After a while, I thought I'd better check what she was looking at. It was my CPT, fast asleep next to me on the sofa. <laughs> mum and I just burst out laughing as I tapped my CPT on the shoulder to wake her up. Oh, gosh. <sighs> amazing. Absolutely amazing. I mean, I actually... You must have a lot of trust in your student to feel <laughs> that comfortable. Well, either that or you're just so tired. Like, yeah. I think we need some more rest, folks. That's what we're learning here. I actually had an interpreter fall asleep mid-consultation once. <laughs> <laughs> which was really funny because I'm there trying to like obviously communicate with this person who didn't know yeah. much English and there's a look over to the interpreter to be like why is he not like translating any of this and he is asleep in the corner oh no well, there's another one here about a dad who's fallen asleep although I think you know parents of new babies you know fair enough they're, they're gonna oh, be completely. very tired yeah but this one is yeah. quite funny I was going to say, I don't know if it quite fits in, but I mean, I did have experience with an interpreter once of having to stop them from trying to explain to a father what a smear test was. It wasn't even something we were going into. What? And the explanation he was coming out with was so How out there. bizarre. And this was when I was a community nursery nurse, one of my first sort of visits using a translator. And I was just like, no oh god that's not right and, oh my god it's just like totally off piece just taking matters yeah. into your own hands there definitely so i did a birth visit it was about nine thirty in the morning a younger couple who both seemed very nice it was a small house and dad had put a fold-up chair out in- to sit in the living room as i was on the sofa with mum and baby at the other end I was in the middle of my spiel about the health visiting service and healthy child programme, what to expect, etc, etc. Dad fell off the chair onto the door and knocked over some plants. He got up really quickly and just said, I'm sorry, I fell asleep. I asked about narcolepsy or any additional needs. Turned out he was just so tired he fell yeah. asleep. I think I've had sleepy dads on visits before as well. Mm, I don't blame them either. I mean, you know... It's a, it's a long one, that new birth visit sometimes, and there's definitely moments in it where I feel like I'm uh, kind of falling asleep yeah. myself. <laughs> so, yeah, we've had health visitors bleeding radiators, weighing yeah. dogs. Doing what to dogs, sorry? Weighing them, weighing them weighing. on the scales. <laughs> I don't know why that was necessary. Um, a health visitor who used her own boob to demonstrate breastfeeding in the absence of a well, knitted one. Yeah, hands up to that one. Sometimes it's just it easy. Too. If it's just a quick yeah. kind of... It's not like you're getting it boob out at all. It's just no. easier sometimes <laughs> if you're positioning to just go look and then you do this. Yeah, absolutely. And also, I mean, you know, you never know. Maybe the dog had stolen her knitted boobs, <laughs> as yeah, we've already completely. established. And that the thing I love is that that family got back in touch six months down the line and yeah. said they were still exclusively breastfeeding. <laughs> And put it down to the advice that that health visitor had given them. So yeah, so amazing job. She did a lot of things right. So there you go. It clearly was in your job description to use your own boob. <laughs> um, nice work there. Oh dear. And um, as for the advice on tiny penises. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh dear. Um, That's an excellent yeah. one. 
it's a tricky one because especially as they've had a child together, it's like it's obviously not been a barrier to some things so far. Well, I know, and also it's just this thing. What what part of because it's a weird one because you do kind of talk about the couple relationship quite. You know, that, that comes yeah. up. That is definitely yeah. a relevant thing that we talk about. It's where does our kind of boundaries lie? Like, at what point yeah. does it, is it like normal, this let's discuss our couple relationship and and then becomes, mm, I'm, not, I'm not sure whether that's in my job description. And so, of course, at the centre of our jobs is the children, isn't it? Yeah, and they're <laughs> certainly the funniest part, for sure. Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, we seem to... And it's great. It shows that we're working hard to build rapport and relationships with the families and with the children. Yeah. Um, because some of them just don't want us ever to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is so adorable. I love this story. Um, this health visitor says, may not be as funny, funny as some of these, but very sweet. I visited a family yesterday who I've seen quite regularly since birth. Older school-aged child proceeded to offer me tea, coffee and biscuits. I declined, but then decided to bring me a glass of water and rearranged the furniture to put it right in front of me. He then told me he liked my golden halo. Hair in Dutch braids. Aww. He asked if I would like to stay for tea and I could see mum getting more and more exasperated by the minute. He and his little sister then sent me on the way with hugs and I love yous from the doorway. Oh, <laughs> so cute. Bless. So sweet. So I went, on a, I went to visit a family to do a two-year review and new baby visit. The two-year-old decided he didn't want me to go so he took the keys out of the door and hid them. Wouldn't <laughs> tell mum where they were. Said, friend, stay, play. And pointed at me. In the end, she had to phone her parents to come over with their spare keys. Normally, I'd have just climbed out of a window. But this was a first floor appoint- apartment. <laughs> I-, I ended up sort of pinging a message to the health visitor who sent that message. Going, sorry, normally you'd climb out the window? <laughs> And it turned out that apparently she has done that on visits before. She's got previous. She's a defenestrating health visitor. Oh, <laughs> defenestrating? Get you! I know. That's a lot of a lot That's of syllables one there. fancy word that I know. I like it. <laughs> that's that's incredible. Incredible oh, story. Dear. These people are just doing such an amazing job, aren't they? To just be like trapped in the house and no one is as good at hiding anything as a two-year-old i mean they have skills in hiding things um so there's two stories for you here um which are excellent and i adore them both so take it away volunteer voices my placement year i was asking a mum what she did for a living at a new birth visit when her four-year-old pipes up mummy goes up and down poles at work Turns out, mum was a firefighter. I once visited a drug-using couple whose dealer had popped in to collect his mobile phone. He was distracting the family, so I politely suggested he rang the phone to locate it. To my horror, it rang in my bag where the toddler had posted it earlier. I visited to do a review of a two-year-old after mum said she barely spoke and she was worried about the speech and language delay. 
On arrival, the child was watching TV on the biggest telly I've ever seen. I mentioned to the mom that it would be helpful to turn off the TV and the mom suggested I simply mute it as the remote was beside me. I muted the TV as requested and the little girl turned to me and said, Oh, for F's sake, what the F do you think you're doing, you silly cow? Assessment summary, vocabulary beyond that expected of a child of two. Enunciation perfect. Cadence perfect and context on point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. It's just that thing where how how mortified would you be? And it's that thing of going, I don't know where they've heard that from. No, no, it's a tricky one to work out. Yeah. It's not like children pick up on environmental issues or anything that's happened around them. I love it. Um, and then, so we've got a little game now, Jen. Um, I'm, I don't know whether you're aware of this. I'm springing it on you, um, basically, because I wasn't sure whether we'd be up for it. But we're going to give it a go, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, talking of speech delay, we have had one story come through, which we don't know what it says or how it's supposed to be read. And the funnest thing for the last week my most source of enjoyment has been asking different people <laughs> to see if they can read it out. So I'm going to have a go first and then you're going to have a go. We're all going to have a go and yeah. see how we get on. So I asked one mother if the child could talk in sentences. The child said, Daddy home yet? Hey, ma'am. <laughs> well, I think that is pretty much how I'm going to say it as well. <laughs> Go on, have a go. All right. Dad, I home yet, eh, mum? Yeah. Oh, we're quite consistent. We're quite consistent. Yeah. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm reading it phonetically. But the trouble is, without knowing what accent it's meant to be... I know, yeah. Child said, Dad, I am yet, eh, mum? Dad, I am yet, eh, mum? Dad, I am eh, mum? I don't know if you can include that. I don't think I said that right at all. Just for the crack. I asked one mother if a child could say a sentence. The child turned around and said, Did you call me yet? Amen. I mean, I think, I think it was indicated the child was talking in a full sentence. Oh, I'm guessing that's it's a dad sentence. Ain't, dad ain't home yet, is he, mum? Yeah, that's I what think. I thought it meant. Yeah. Absolutely. Look, if anyone has any wider ideas or other ideas, yeah, or if they want to have a go, by all means. Or you know, if you if you actually know how it's pronounced, please, we would love. Yeah. We would absolutely love to hear the full pronunciation. <laughs> so I'm just scanning ahead on the listing of what we're looking at next. <laughs> what the not quite what I meant section? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a few kind of misunderstandings in the next section, isn't there? Yes. Yeah. Just a few, like the uh, the health visitor who found her accent was a bit of a problem um, <laughs> when she asked the mother if the dad was hands on, and the mum thought she said handsome and was really put out as to why that would be a relevant thing to be asking. <laughs> 
Or, I really liked the one about the health visitor who complimented the beautiful clitoris growing around the doorway. (laughs) (laughs) Clematis, that would be. (laughs) Do you mean clematis? (laughs) Or the poor person who got told that the um, interpreter coming to the visit was called Loopy. Yeah. As this lady gets out of the car and he says, oh, hi, are you Loopy? She was not impressed. Yeah. <laughs> she replies, certainly not. <laughs> and, um, oh, we were the visit to the slightly questionable um, yeah, premises. Yeah, so this one is incredible. I'm going to have a crack at reading this one out because it's just too good to miss out. It's so funny. Having done the job for nearly 30 years, I have so many stories I could write a book. But one that's a bit rude still tickles me. I was young at the time, deprived area, a rumoured brothel above a shop to the Chinese takeaway. I was visiting the new baby. She opens the door. I explain why I'm there. Yay, come in, in strong Chinese accent. Ah, you want cock, she kept saying as she smiled. I was looking horrified. As I'm processing what she's saying, she grabs my arm and pulls me through the hallway. I was feeling horrified, thinking she's misconstrued who I am, but then she opens the door to a large drinks fridge. Yay, you have cock. She gives me a cold can of Coke on a very hot day. I've never been so pleased to see Coke in all my life. (laughs) Oh, dear. So I was discussing breastfeeding at a new birth visit. Really lovely couple. Mum was busy breastfeeding at the time. I took out the breastfeeding leaflet to give to dad as mum was breastfeed as um to give to dad and said, This is a booklet all about breastfeeding, expressing, storing express breast milk, etc. And then said, It's got some great tits in it as I handed <laughs> it over. <laughs> was meant to say tips, but it came out wrong. I was mortified. <laughs> Luckily, Mum and Dad thought it was hilarious, especially at how beetroot red I went with embarrassment. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's, so it's just funny. especially handing it to Dad and saying that. Literally. <laughs> it's just beautiful. <laughs> and this last one's one of my favourites as well. When I first started as a CNN, I had a mum with limited English come in for a wake for a baby. I instructed her to undress the baby, advising all clothes off using hand gestures. I filled the page of the red book out whilst mum undressed baby, but turned round to a fully dressed baby and naked mum. I weighed her and then panicked whether I should date it myself and had to call my manager for confirmation. Hang on, she weighed the baby or she weighed the mum? She weighed the mum, I think. No. no. I love that she just went ahead with it and she thought, do you know what? I'm going to style this out. Yes, if oh. you could hop on the scales instead of being like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, God. It's just and that thing going... that must have made you reflect on exactly how did I explain that to yeah. that mum? And what should I say next time? Oh, gosh. <laughs> How did that happen? I, do you oh. know what, though? I can actually imagine it happening in some ways. Like I could totally see, you know, you're using gestures and then you turn around, you don't yeah. know what's going on, you turn back and there yeah. she is. And then, in all her well, glory. 
<laughs> but the idea that you had to day text yourself, I'm really impressed that you told your manager and was like, do I need to day text myself for this? Rather than just yes. kind of cringing and pretending <laughs> do, nothing had Do I happened. need to day text myself or is there a special course I should go on to? <laughs> or... Oh my word. Incredible. <laughs> so um, on our health visitor bingo then, uh, we've done exceptionally well here. I think you're all amazing. Yes. Have you yeah. got your bingo cards in front of you, everyone? <laughs> I've got mine now. I've got it up here. How many are you ticking off? Um, I've definitely done Wrong House. I've done Dog versus Shoe. Mm, I've become a child's best friend. I haven't sat on a family member yet. Um, I've never seen more of a dad than expected. <laughs> um, oh, I've definitely been weed or pooed on by a baby. We've all done yeah. that hundreds of times. Oh, okay, I reckon that. I'm ticking. Wrong house. Dog versus shoe. Became child's best friend. Got weed and pooed on by a baby. Mistaken identity. Okay, so I've definitely done mistaken identity. <laughs> definitely had wrong house at the same time as mistaken identity. Yeah. <laughs> got weed and pooed on by a baby. I've got a horrible feeling I might have broken a handle or something at some point in the client's house. I mean, <laughs> and the other one I didn't put on there is I have ended up knocking over countless glasses of water in um, oh. people's houses before. That is true, actually. Um, that is a real hazard of the job. I've done that as well. And I think I have had moments of becoming the child's best friend. So about five out of nine. Not, not bad, bad going. So all we've got left to do then is I need to get locked in. <laughs> okay. Um, I need to sit on a family member and I need to see a bit more of a dad than expected. <laughs> I think So um, that's my priorities. Gonna... And over what time scale do you think you're going to do those? Well, you know, let's be realistic. I think, let's say next Christmas, we'll review the bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> mad, mad woman. <laughs> no. It's like that all I want for Christmas. <laughs> no, it's not all you want for Christmas. You do not just want a naked dad for Christmas. No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh dear. So um I think we're moving on towards coming into yeah. the final few sections here now. Yeah. We're summing it um, up really. And this yeah. is kind of this last bit is I've I've called it we see and hear it all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's so true. Um I love the one about the two year old, so Yes. I'd been visiting a mum and had built up a good relationship with her. We talked a lot about getting her two-year-old off bottles. She'd been giving coke in bottles. On one visit, the child had some squash in a cup. Then all of a sudden, pulls a bottle of coke from underneath the cushion. Mum shouts, oh, child, I told you we weren't going to show her that. The same (laughs) mum also had a deadpan conversation with me about her vibrator. I'll never forget her. Oh, my word. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Well, a very different note, but um, I love this one about on a visit, I was completing a two-year developmental check and I asked if the child could kick a ball. Mum showed me a video of him kicking his ball, kicking a ball with his dad. 
no names, but he's one of the best Premier League footballers in the country. <laughs> Obviously, the child was a natural. <laughs> <laughs> Can he kick a ball? Uh, yeah, no, we've actually got that covered, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> pretty much got that covered. This, I can imagine happening to me. It hasn't, but I can imagine it happening. Um, my colleague visited a house where there'd been previous concerns around safeguarding. She knocked on the door, but there's no answer. She could see the kids in the living room on their own. She knocked several times and shouted and tried the door, but no answer. Ended up calling the police to check the kids were okay. They broke in and interrupted the couple having sex upstairs. <laughs> I mean, how... Amazing. I mean, do, do you think they knew something was going on outside and they just kept uh, hidden literally. thinking it would all go away? Who or knows? Were they seriously... Because, I mean, it's not... I mean, I know you get a fairly quick response from the police, but it takes time to kind of... I know. It went on for some time, didn't it? And also, I mean, what an incredible sex life that you haven't noticed that someone is... I think someone made that comment. Oh, that or you, you have noticed forum. and you're just like, nope, if we stay up here, they'll go away. <laughs> Literally, you can't know if you've seen the children in the living room and they're home alone. Oh, completely. Like, yeah, you can't do anything completely. else. Completely, yeah. But you would be cringing a little bit, wouldn't you, when the police broke the door down to find them upstairs. Yeah. We were doing hearing tests on nine months old. Um, Mum thought it was for her and turned up at clinic without baby. So you've had this happen, haven't you? Well, I had it happen slightly differently. A <laughs> mum turned up for a child's developmental review with the questionnaire and the red book, but no child. <laughs> and um, was quite clear that she had phoned and checked and she'd been told to bring the red book and the questionnaire, but they hadn't specified to bring the child. <laughs> even though they had talked about the appointment being for the child. And, um, yeah, she was quite grumpy because she'd had to, you know, take a morning off work to do this and now this meant she was going to have to take another morning off work. Oh, God. Um, Well, how was she to know, Jen? I mean, how was she to know you needed to see the child? I know. It's just that whole thing of trying to explain, well, no, we can't do a review without actually seeing the child. That's quite (laughs) an important element. So we've got a festive story next, haven't we? We have, we have. Last Christmas, I worked Christmas Eve. I work in a rural area with lots of farms and visited a newborn for a new birth visit on one of the farms. The baby boy had been born at home in the converted stable where the family lived. I had to track past cows and horses to reach the family homes. I felt like I was starring in a nativity play. How lovely is that? <laughs> that is just brilliant. So um, nice. I hope she took a gift. Yeah, yeah, some uh, frankincense. Sort of one wise woman. <laughs> <laughs> one wise woman. Oh, dear. But yeah, I mean, it's like you just wonder if there is a chance of having any more Christmassy a story than that. No, I think that's um, pretty great. I so I did used to quite like quite like doing the little bits of the few days between Christmas and New Year. Yeah, because it's too. that thing where you could always guarantee that the guys were going to be at home, and yeah. 
they'd often be a bit more relaxed and because their partner was off anyway and things yeah often for work and yeah, it was lovely. Yeah, and it was always just a like a yeah a nice a nice one to do. It's a bit different when you've got kids, isn't it? But oh, certainly definitely. like pre kids, I always used to work that that bit yeah. because um, I actually quite liked it. Oh yeah, no, exactly. We're back in my A and E days pre children. I always used to prefer working Christmas than to New Year. Yeah, because it's much yeah much nicer Christmas for sure. Than oh yeah, New I can Year. imagine. Yeah, in in A and E. Um, oh that was such a lovely story thank you so much to yeah. everyone who sent them in we've got one final one to end on haven't we oh, um, yeah which is just perfect oh, this, just this one is funny and it just sums up what we do and the journey that we go on with some families yes, as well and absolutely. thank you so so much to whoever sent this one in yeah it's just wonderful I absolutely love it Our beginnings and endings with families speak volumes. I worked with a family where there were significant safeguarding and parenting concerns. On my first visit, I knocked on the door at the precise moment that a very large curved TV screen was ejected through the unopened living room window, followed by a voice proclaiming, If you think you're sitting on your ass watching that all day, you've got another thing coming. This was immediately followed by the mum noticing me and saying, I suppose you've come to tell me how to be a parent. Two years on, as I moved on from the role, the family situation had stabilised, the children were doing well and were no longer on plans and my colleague's surprise that I hadn't been punched or threatened was a source of regular discussion. (laughs) The last point was very much on my mind as I caught sight of the mum running towards me as I put my things in the car for the last time. I genuinely thought this might be the moment that my colleagues had warned me about, until she pushed a box of milk tray into my hand. I looked down and realised it was already opened. Our eyes met and she said, Sorry. (laughs) Thanks for your honesty. I really like you, but not as much as I like strawberry creams. With that, she was gone, and I will always remember the work we did together, what they achieved through honesty and integrity, and what a difference I think it made to all their life chances. I know. (laughs) Health visiting is such an important role, and sharing these stories is a way of remembering and acknowledging that. I know. I think we're both tearing (laughs) up, aren't we? Um... Yeah, it's tough. I've read that so many times and I'm reading it out loud. Oh, it's so emotional. I know I've got a family in mind where I'm thinking I've had that journey. Yeah. And I bet you are too. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. There's some families that you'll never forget, isn't there? Oh, um... only only we could do a Christmas funny special and end up both in (laughs) tears at the end of it. I mean, how daft are we? <laughs> oh, no, but it's lovely. And, oh, thank you to the health visitor that shared that story because you have just captured exactly what we wanted from this episode. Yeah. Our job is hilarious and ridiculous at times and you couldn't make it up. But at the okay. same time, it's beautiful and it's such a privilege and it's such yeah. a, a magical thing to know that you've made a really big difference with families and yeah. them. Well done to everyone out there, like, who is doing this. Oh, 
Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. Yeah. Have an amazing Christmas. Um, stay safe. Mm. If you're working, may all your families be in and available at the times <laughs> that you want to go and see them. Yeah. Um, may, may you, you manage to get your paperwork done quickly and yeah. not get locked into your offices. Yes, absolutely. All <laughs> parents' homes. And yeah, and we look forward to bringing you more um, podcasts in the new year. So um, let us know if you have any hot topics that you'd like us to look at. Yeah. Um, or anything you'd like us even to revisit because we know things change all the time. We're in such a dynamic profession. Mm. Um, but yeah, you can get in touch with us uh, via our email address, which is Visitor at gmail.com. Um, or you can contact us via Instagram, where we're at I am a HV, or via our Facebook page, which is I am a health visitor. Okay? And yeah, take care for now. Thank you so much, everyone. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Bye!